the most fisto of fisto jokes. This is Heath, ordering toys on Instagram, and I'm back to bring you all the crazy thoughts I've had this week. Let it sink in for a second because I don't know how odd I am right now. It's been a crazy week, and I've had some real crazy thoughts that might send me to hell. I was lost, good gracious, ass bodacious. Vertaces trying to show space. I'm looking for the right time to shoot my speed. Looking for the right time to flash them peas. Never been the biggest Chance the Rapper fan. Um, he's got some good tracks. Nothing that just really, I, I want to jam all the time. But I found this clip on Instagram of him covering Nelly's It's Getting Hot in Here and like a country rock theme. And generally, I like my country to be country and I like my rock to be rock. And I don't care for that mix up, but man, did he knock it out of the park. Really, really impressive. Um, enjoyed it very much and kind of been listening to it just this little, I want to say about 40 second clip, more than I thought I ever would. But yeah, Chance the Rapper kicking it out. I'd like to see him do more of this style. Just like a random EP where he just takes a couple of rap songs and sets it to kind of a country rock thing. He got a little heavy into like this kind of like stereotypical like southern bass voice, but it worked really well and I got a kick out here. And his rendition of Nelly's, it's getting hot in here. Not a Dungeons and Dragons fan, and that's not fair because I've never actually sat down and played. Got trained at work a couple years ago. Him and his fiance are really big into it, and they have friends and they play all the time. But some images of the NECA Dungeons and Dragon Blue Dragon wall mount came out, and this thing is ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming to some hardcore fans, this would definitely be worth it. But $450 is a giant wall mount of a blue dragon. You got this gray horn on its head and just really really cool i'd like to see this in person even though it's not going to be something i would ever like hang up in the house but like saw this and i was like that is absolutely crazy can we all just say that we hope russia gets its shit together before we are all subjected to a terrible toby keith song about this whole ordeal like i really need them to stop just so I do not have to, like, adore any more shitty music from Toby Keith. Because no matter how much I'll try to avoid it, I'll hear it day in and day out. <sighs> For King of the Hill this week, I'm going to jump to a weird one. And it's one that, like, really, I think, kind of... Not highlights, like, the Hill family's... Or even the community's understanding of poor mental health. But one that shows that Hank is um, willing to go the extra mile for his friends. Even if he doesn't probably approach it in the best situation. But season 3, episode 9. Pretty, pretty dresses. So this one starts off. It's getting close to uh, Christmas. The dudes are drinking out in the uh, alley. And Bill just begins crying. Bill uh, is voiced by... Stephen Root, who we actually saw in this uh, first season, the book of uh, Boba Fett. Uh, but he begins crying, and we uh, find out that it's been seven years since his ex-wife Lenore left. And Lenore has 
up until around this point, you know, the mentioning of her kind of, you know, it, you could tell it hurt Bill. But the anniversary comes up and Bill's really feeling it. And, you know, Hank follows Bill home. And it's um, he finds that Bill has a gift for Lenore. Um, Hank invites him to dinner. He raises up the subject, calls in uh, Louie and Bobby and even Peggy to kind of experience terrible memories about, you know, breakups. Um, after dinner, Hank explains to Peggy why he's always been like a loyal friend to Bill. And it was because Bill was the one that made the, the block that allowed Hank to break the all-time uh, football record. And he'll always love him for that. Uh, the next day, Bill um, Bill ends up stealing a ladder from Hank's house. Hank realizes, goes over and finds Bill ready to jump off the roof of his house. It's like an eight-foot drop. He doesn't even hurt himself. Um, but this causes Hank to put Bill on suicide watch. And the guys are taking... Um, Shifts, watching Bill, making sure nothing happens. Obviously, Dill's going to be a jackass about this one. And we get some ridiculous attempts from Bill to try to kill himself underneath there. They're really half-hearted attempts. And it leads to like this interrupting the guy's schedule. So Hank tries to get Peggy to set Bill up on a date. Ends up going terribly as uh, Peggy invites oh, Sheila to join Bill and the family for dinner, but Sheila quickly realizes Bill is way over the edge, and this causes Hank to lose his patience. He goes to Bill's house and pretty much just kind of ransacks it. Bill is, like, really uh, bothered by this, though he assures Hank he is perfectly fine, and the next day, Bill shows up with an iguana named um, Lenore. Bill tr or Hank tries to ignore it, but he ends up finding uh, the iguana on his, like in his house. So he carries it over to Bill's, finds Bill in the backyard, and Bill's wearing a dress. And this is where you know the mental health issue really jumps up high on this one. But it's clear Bill is snapped. He's wearing a dress, talking in a terrible woman's voice, and uh, is claiming to be Lenore. Hank turns away, not wanting. Um, Bill to show up for their Christmas party. Bill shows up wearing a dress. It, it clearly makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Some things occur at the party. Lenore actually ends up calling. Bill finds out about it, hangs up the phone. He breaks down sobbing. And as things are really getting weird, Hank emerges from into the party wearing a dress. This shows that, you know, he is loyal to his friends and he's where he might not come across as doing like the the thing that would probably be perfect in the situation, he's gonna do his own thing and try to help. And says that he's Lenore telling Bill that he no longer loves him in a very weird thing. Uh Bill gets angry, breaks down, tells Lenore to get out of his life, and with that Hank takes off the dress. Um and Bill kinda returns. He takes off his dress. And things are back on track, and Bill can kind of finally move along. Great scene happens here where you see Dale walking into the party wearing a dress and then quickly darts out when he realizes Hank and Dale aren't wearing dresses anymore. Or Hank and Bill. Dale 
takes off. But great scene from just Dale. Again, I think this one really hits on like poor understanding of like small town areas when it comes to mental health. But it also highlights that through frustration and even embarrassment, Hank is a friend and he's going to do what he thinks is right to help his friends. Even if it's temporarily embarrassing himself at his own Christmas party, he wants to help Bill. And I think that that goes a long way in showing who Hank is as a character and the love that he shows for his family and friends and what he's willing to do. And at the end of the day, it's a really heart-filled episode that, like I said, it might not touch on how we should treat mental health, but it goes a long way in talking about the character of Hank Hill. Fortnite and Marvel are going to be doing a crossover starting up in June. It's going to be a five-part series called um, Fortnite x Marvel Zero War. And essentially what we're going to be seeing in this um, couple seasons or a couple yeah, chapters ago in Fortnite, there was a Big Bang and a lot of crystals were shot all over the place, and this is going to be some of the Fortnite characters crossing over into um, the Marvel Universe to pick up uh, zero crystal shards. So, we'll see what happens, and if you guys remember, the, um, the zero point crystals were uh, the purple crystals you'd find on the ground, and uh, you could use them to kind of like... Uh, fast travel and snap across the map. So I'm interested in seeing what that item being used with some of the, you know, my favorite Marvel superheroes is going to do and possibly what, you know, we'll see like characters like Jonesy popping up and seeing what happens. Uh, the season that um, we had our big Marvel crossover, Peely had like a little fun thing where he kind of mimicked Wolverine's claws by like shooting um, banana claws out of his uh, hands so it'd be super cool if we saw some Peely and Wolverine team up in this but uh, we'll just see what happens but uh, the zero point crystals were really fun gameplay mechanics and let's see how that happens and works in a Marvel comic because uh, that might be some interesting uh, effects and some really cool superheroes anything you want tonight you can have it free pour it out onto the floor pour it out on me if you I do not have BMW money. I have certified used Jeep money. But the accountant has BMW money. Also the mechanic, the mechanic, the accountant, um, likes for me to do certain things for her. Just things that, you know, she feels like, that would be like more of a man's thing. Not that she's not a feminist or has her own ideas, but you know, sometimes she feels more comfortable sending me out to, you know, do oil chains and stuff like that. And since I really don't know much about BMW, I don't even like driving her BMW just because it feels so awkward for me. Like I, I grew up on a farm. I learned how to drive a stick shift in a pasture with a truck that was older than I was. Like, I mean, kind of a simple guy here, but if I'm going to have to set up an appointment to take the BMW to go get the whole shebang-a-bang, the expensive oil change, all the, the bells and whistles, 
I'm not showing up to that dealership without A, an appointment, and B, making sure I'm a fucking slob. I'm walking in, I'm wearing sweatpants, an old t-shirt, probably a backwards baseball cap, and I'm just going to just ham it up while I'm in there. You got that container over there full of mints? Well, you know what? I'm about to pay probably more than what I should ever pay on an oil change here. I'm going to grab a handful of those mints. You can get some free soda and coffee. I'm indulging. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab two sodas. One's for the road, baby. I want everybody in there to be like, who the fuck is this guy? What an asshole. The accountant uh, works in the medical field, so obviously, like most people, she's watched um, Grey's Anatomy. So I've seen several episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Not that I really care about it, but one of my least favorite characters from that whole show was portrayed by an actress. Uh, Sandra Oh, and I actually really didn't like her in that one. I think that was more of a character, but I've also really enjoyed her in Killing Eve. I can't wait to finish up this last season. But um, March 18th, we have Uma, and um, this is going to be starring Sandra Oh. It is Amanda and her daughter living a quiet life on an American farm, but when the remains of her estranged mother arrive from Korea, Amanda becomes haunted by the fear of turning into her own mother. And very interesting, you know, trailer. It appears like uh, they're farming honey, so that was interesting. Um, don't recognize most of the cast outside of Sandra O, oh, but I'm always down for a good, interesting horror film, and this definitely um, looks interesting. So I'm going to be catching this one. Uh, some good imagery from here. One that I thought was like, whoa, didn't see that one coming. But yeah, if you guys get a chance, definitely check out the trailer for Uma. And I'm hoping I'm saying that correctly. Guys, I don't have any intention of like mispronouncing or saying things wrong. But uh, I've recently come to find out that I might be dyslexic. I, I'm going to actually do some testing on that one. But, you know, reading was never my strong point. I've always been more of a math guy. And um, I'm from the South. Sometimes we uh, have what um, a lot of people would say, hay in the mouth. So I know sometimes like how I pronounce things is going to be a little offsetting to people just because it's like, God, did you even go to school? And yes, yes, I did. Um, I just, I speak the way I speak. So I don't keep up with a whole lot of things. I tend to like to read news from multiple sources, but for some reason I saw on television the other day and I, I encourage everybody to just Google this man because there was a Sheriff Richard K. Jones on television. And this man looks so fucking goofy with this 10-gallon cowboy hat and fucking mustache that I had to look him up. I looked into nothing of his politics or anything like that. But the, the motherfucker looked like he was straight up like trying to audition for... Boss Hog in like an updated version of the Dukes of Hazard with this fucking hat and the suit. Like, you know how certain suits, just with the person who wears it, makes it look like hillbilly as shit? Yeah, that's what this guy was doing. Don't know his politics, don't care. But he's a sheriff from Ohio, and I'm like, bro, you're from Ohio. It's not like you're from the backwoods of Tennessee. Stop looking like that. Fix that mustache and stop looking like a twat. You make the whole country look bad when you make yourself look like a stereotype for what people think the bad guy from the fucking Dukes of Hazard looks like. But yeah, look him up. I was not impressed. 
And that's just purely off how he looks like. I mean, I have no clue what his politics are. I didn't read that much into it. I just, I was so offended by the fact that a man would choose to look like that in 2022. It's really weird. Sometimes, like, um, I just realized that I'd never stop and take a look at certain things. But when you're trying to uh, run your route and you get stopped on the interstate for about an hour and a half and you're stuck there, you tend to notice that some of the trees on the side of the interstate is just really nice looking. Um, this past Tuesday, I left the office. I was running to my first stop of the day. And uh, normal route that I take to get there all the time takes me about 15, 20 minutes to get to the first stop. Ended up taking close to two hours because I finally got reverted. But there was a horrible accident. Stopping traffic going both east and west on a interstate with a medium in it. That's how bad this accident was. Turns out an 18-wheeler carrying... Um, well, let me get back to that one. I'll tell you that one in a second when I had a crazy thought. But an 18-wheeler ended up rear-ending a travel trailer, shooting the 18-wheeler up and over the side of the guardrail that separated the two parts of the interstate, which there's also, I would say, about 15 feet of grass on either side of that guardrail, causing a massive fire Um Unfortunately, the driver of that 18-wheeler perished in the uh, accident. I hope it was quick and not terrible because, like I said, the whole cab of that thing was on fire. Thankfully, the people that were rear-ended were fine with minimum injuries. But massive fire. And um, when I was looking at the news coverage on it later, I was like reading an article, and there was a race car in in the pictures. I'm like, how's a fucking race car involved in an accident on the interstate? Turns out the... Uh, truck was actually hauling a race car to an event for uh, this Friday and just absolutely blew my mind but uh, I mean this was a horrible wreck like I said it was bad enough they shut down traffic on both ways of the interstate this this accident happened at four o'clock in the morning and there was still work being done at 125 in the afternoon Thankfully, we had a sheriff come through. He had sectioned off a section that was safe for vehicles to travel across because there wasn't a medium here. So I was able to actually get through and get done with work on a reasonable time after being held up for so long. But, I mean, just wild. Now, if you have sensitive ears, please turn them off because I'm going to tell you something Tell you something that was a horrible thought that went through my head. And I'm probably going to hell for it. But as I was sitting there, bored out of my fucking mind, staring at the trees, I'm like... When I've been inconvenienced like this for, you know, an hour, because this I, I sat there after this thought. I want pictures, pasted and laminated, of what it fucking looked like as I go by so I can see what was so fucking stupid that it inconvenienced me for this amount of time out of my life. And all I say, once I read that somebody had died, I felt horrible, and I regretted that thought. But while I'm sitting there and I'm fucking steaming in this fucking anger, I'm like, if there's bodies up there, I want to see them. No, that's fucked up. I know, I know. But that's the thought I had. So we had like a mini reveal from uh, Marvel Legends. And we got to see the builder figure for the Disney uh, Plus Wave 2. Which is going to be that uh, Age of Ultron from the uh, What If series. Which that looks pretty sweet. I did, 
just the designs of the character itself makes me think that the thing's going to be possibly unstable. Kind of like the, uh, what was her name? I think Farrah from the uh, Overwatch line. But, um, yeah, definitely a cool design coming with that big lance. Uh, but the first two figures out of that wave that we saw off were uh, the MCU, Kate Bishop and uh, Clint, Hawkeye. And um, as far as they go, both look pretty cool. Um, I'm hoping that they're holding off on this wave because we're possibly going to get the uh, MCU Moon Knight. Um, I'm hoping possibly for Agatha Harkers from uh, WandaVision. Um, but yeah, maybe some more Marvel zombies. And uh, we'll see what happens. But super, super interesting. And it wasn't a long one. Just, you know, a few things showed off. They showed off some of the more, uh, the five points of... Uh, Articulation, um, retro cards, which that um, Green Goblin. Green Goblin might be my favorite Spider-Man villain. I know that's not saying a whole lot because he's probably Spider-Man's equivalent to Joker, to be more open about it. But, yeah, that was super cool. I haven't been picking up any of those. I have no intention of it. But, yeah, there were some cool ones here. I love baseball. I love football. But at the end of the day, uh, baseball is my jam. I can listen to it while I'm at work. If I'm in, you know, get like one of those afternoon games. I mean, it's one of those sports where I do love it more in person, but I enjoy listening to it. I can watch it on television. And it's really irritating the shit out of me that a lot of these baseball players are uh, holding out for more money. And I'm like, how fucking tone deaf can you be? Um... You guys got paid to play a sport, and you lost your live audience for an entire season. Do you know how much fucking money was lost for all these organizations that were having to open up stadiums, turn on the lights, get people out there doing long career shoes, and the main source of income was gone? Fans in the crowd. That, you know, yeah, there's tons of money to be made in TV. You guys are still getting paid. The owners didn't come in and try to cut your salaries. But now you guys are demanding more money. Where a giant percentage of profits that would go into that pay get cut. Yeah, fans are going to be back. But you know what? When you hold off and you don't start your season, fans get irritated. Baseball is no longer really America's pastime because of the last strike that held out and caused lost games. And I think if I was one of these owners, I would just come in and I would be like, you guys want more money? We'll put more money on the table. But we're going to do this underneath a UFC-style fucking contract. You want the big money? You got to win. You get half to show, get the rest of the money to win. You don't get on that field. It doesn't matter if you suited up or not. You piss off your coach and he benches you for some reason, you don't get paid. Um, let's put bonuses into these fucking contracts. Home runs can get you a bonus. Grand slams get you a larger bonus. Good catches, good stops. Let, let's, if you guys want more money, let's see you play harder. Let's see you fucking really get in there. Because, as a uh, as a Houston Astros fan, um, I've seen the team play many a times, and the one person that does not disappoint is Anturo, and I've seen him hit multiple home runs. But you know how many other fucking home runs I've seen off that team? I couldn't tell you. Not a whole lot when I've seen them live in person. I come in, I want to see the big plays. I think if we put it into these guys' contracts that, like, yeah, at the end of the season, if you've won all your games, you can make that big-ass money that you guys want. 
Yeah, let's put it out there. But for teams that are fucking losers and not getting out there and hustling and playing their asses off, and they might be fucking coasting, no, you don't get the big money. Especially because when the teams were down and there wasn't that live crowd, none of these assholes were sitting there saying like, hey, we'll give some money back to the franchise to make sure that we're able to draft in new recruits that are going to help keep the team solid. Nobody, you know, they all want their money when, you know, the league itself wasn't making the maximum amount of profits. But did any of them offer to give money back in to help the situation become better? No, it's me, 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 me. Which, you know, honestly, that's how things go in this world. It's me, 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 me. But if you guys are willing to delay people's enjoyment, because you're you're getting paid money to play a game. You work hard. I will not discredit that. Baseball players, I think, are very well, you know, endured athletes. Because out of all the professional sports I see, outside of offensive linemen, you see more beer guts on baseball players. But I honestly think, if we're going to do this, like, let's let's give them the fucking money they want. Let's put it on the table. But it is underneath a Dana White-style uh, contract. You get this much to show up, you get this much to win, and we're going to issue out bonuses. So if you want the big money, you're going to fucking earn it. Fucking man-children, man-babies, just fucking more, 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 more. Now, fuck off. Play baseball. Back when I was working at Hot Topic years and years ago, um, 303 came out and just, you know, I love that first album from those guys. Uh, the second one I didn't think was that hot and I kind of fucking forgot all about them until the other day and I realized they had a new album come out. So the first one that I uh, remember from them, oh, what was it called? Want. And this new one is uh, Need. And it just came out in 2021. I had no clue. You know, really, like I said, haven't kept up with the band. And there's some really fun tracks on this one. Uh, I think I'm So Sad was the first single. Uh, Main on a Leash. There's a weird interlude in there that makes no sense to me, but really been rocking out the track uh, Mikasa. Uh, Pound Town's fun. Skid Marks is really weird. You know, uh, talking about just kind of feeling shit on by, you know, a terrible ex-partner. Um, ABC's is fun. And I used to like the use when I was younger, but Vampire's Diet diet it doesn't hit right with me but overall you know there's some there's some really good tracks on this one there's some stinkers but yeah if you guys are interested in checking out some new music or newer music from uh, 303 go check out Mikasa uh probably gonna toss it in on this when the do not know what the hell's been going on. So, yeah, obviously people on, like, the east coast of the country have found that wave two of Fortnite. I've been checking here and there. Not hunting really hard, but, man, really, really confuses why, like, it wasn't, like, kind of hitting all over. I'm just finding, you know, the wave one stuff I've already found. And it's, like I've said before in the past, not moving. Really worried about it, this whole line in general, because... Um, where I'm not an Overwatch fan, what, we got like two waves, an announced third wave that never hits doors from Hasbro, and then most everybody was able to pick up those figures on the dirt cheap at Ross's. 
<sighs> Guys, if you're interested in any of these designs, please go out. You don't have to buy all of them at full price. You know, go out and grab maybe one at full price. Check the other ones out on cleaners if that's something you're intending to do. But, you know, I think there's a lot of life that can happen with this, this whole line. And it would be really sweet if uh, we could just, you know, if you're interested in taking a visit. I'm not asking anybody to spend their their hard-earned money on stuff that they have no interest in. But if it's something that you're up on, you know, please grab one before it hits clearance. Just, you know, to help this line out. Because if you just wait until clearance... It's not going to last. It's really not going to last. And right now, this is feeling like that Overwatch line from what I was seeing way back when. I mean, Walmarts are overstocked with it. And really, there's no news from that team from what I've seen. And I really don't know if Jazzwares is interested in going back into that line because they've already moved off into that micro line. We'll see what happens. I took the lead. Somebody's heart... Alright, it's been out a week, and I say, let's jump into fresh. Uh, I know I brought this up, and yeah, I can't wait to talk about this movie. Um, So, just highlights. Uh, it's pretty much easy to see from the trailer what's going on. Um, girl has a terrible date. Noah um, just feels like she's just not right for dating. Uh, goes to the grocery store. Ends up running into Steve. Cheesy kind of pickup line, but he just goes for it. Like, hey, can I get your number? They end up meeting for drinks. She really is digging him. They make out. They end up hooking up. And they go on, like, he gets food, comes to her place. They're having a good old time. Some weird things, kind of like, um, just how he approaches, saying things, wanting to dance. And then he's like, hey, how about we take a trip? Just me and you. And he's like, fuck it, let's be sporadic. Well, he shows up to pick her up. He's a little late. Traffic's terrible. Work was crazy. Let's just stay at my place tonight, and then we'll leave out in the morning. Get to his place. He ends up drug or spiking her drink. She's getting wobbly-eyed. She drops. The credits happen, or like the opening credits happen now. So it's like an interesting little build-up to it. She wakes up. She's changed. She's freaking out. He goes ahead and tells her he's like hey i sell human meat to people and the best way of doing this is keeping it fresh so you're gonna stay here crazy stuff i mean she tries to escape he does a little minor surgery on her to make it harder for her to move she ends up finding out there's more people in here she starts you know really freaking out then she gets a plan developed up her best friend starts looking for her ends up tracking down Finding out that, yeah, he's got a family. He's just been playing these girls. Get some crazy sequences of um, Steve putting together um, some care packages of meat for customers. Him dancing through the house, cutting, tenderizing, like air sealing. Like, I mean, this is a fun scene. Um, she starts working over on his emotions getting uh you know he's he's falling for her and uh she she starts showing interest in what he does um he ends up getting the best friend now she's there noah doesn't know um but yeah some real real interesting things and fucked up scenes but i mean like i said last week i think the entire cast knocked it out of the park 
and uh, some really crazy but you know clever lines in this one. I guys, if you haven't seen it, Hulu right now, fresh, starring Daisy Edgar Jones and Sebastian Stan. Fantastic. And I'm actually kind of blown away. I was just looking here. Um, it's currently on IMDb showing a 6.7 out of 10. In my personal opinion, this is a solid 8, 8.5, if not like a 9. I, I, It's got great, great dark comedy. It keeps you going. I said I don't think it's a horror. It's a thriller. But don't watch in front of your kids. But, yeah, check it out. You know, I don't want to harp on this too much. This is an entertainment show. Like, I want you guys to have fun. I want you to just kind of, you know, think about, like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? But, you know, we saw a few weeks ago, and I talked about this, about WB pulling out of Russia, or pulling the Batman release out of, like, uh, Russia. And this week I saw that even more countries are going to be pulling out of Russia. And I just, yes, we've got to do something. We've got to make that them as a country realize that things are going to happen. But at the same time, I don't think Vladimir Putin gives two flying shits about American companies having stake in his country. This is a dictator. He's a madman. What this ends up happening is it's going to have more impact on the people of Russia. I'm, if I remember correctly, uh, I know Starbucks is pulling out, and I think they have like 300 locations. Who do you think's working there? You, do you think that's Russians working there? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's probably so. If it's in Russia, for you know being worked by Russians so they can serve Russians. Um. So you're. Putting people out of jobs. I, I think McDonald's is pulling over 850 locations. How many people in Russia are going to be losing out on money on that one? And yeah, I know there's that whole debate on adults and kids and entry-level jobs, yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, honestly, this is going to have a, an impact on the people before it has an impact on the dictator. You're depriving those people of being able to work and make money in an I know it's to hit their economy, but I just feel so terrible for those people. I mean, and you know what? You guys could be laughing at me. The Russian people, if they heard this, could be laughing at me. I just think that there's this weird impact. These companies who are making these grandstands about being against Russia as a company or as a country and trying to hurt this are thinking about the back end of hurting the people and what that's going to go do to them as a people and it just it blows my mind i get emails daily uh interesting articles and one that came up it was like the navy silification of nerf guys i had no clue i have nerf guns i have a kid we nerf battle we'll set up and have a good time you guys have heard me talk about my mando blaster nerf gun I, you know i enjoy this I did not realize there was an entire community out there dedicated to getting together and having nerf battles. Like I, in this article, I realized that there was a massive nerf battle at the AT&T uh, Stadium in 
Arlington. And actually, when I was reading that, I was like, AT&T Stadium. And I found, oh, yeah, that's Jerry's World. Pretty much in Texas, that's what we call uh, the Dallas Cowboys Stadium that they play at. It's AT&T Stadium. We call it Jerry's World to make fun of Jerry Jones. If you're in Texas and you love the Dallas Cowboys, one of the worst things about being a Dallas Cowboys fan is the owner. Because he also thinks he's the general manager and the coach. And he is. And he shouldn't be. But, back to it. I mean, it just blew me away. Like, And I've kind of gotten into a rabbit hole. I think I'm going to try actually, not my Mando Blaster yet. Because, I mean, that's just a single shot. I don't need anything crazy in that one. But I've got some Nerf guns here. I think I'm going to try to get on here and get some of these modification tips. But yeah, there's a whole community here. I think this is absolutely cool. You know, going out there and having fun with Nerf guns. Who'd have thought? Keep doing that. Stay Stay at the age you want to stay in your mind. Be active. Go play. And I, I love that with this whole community. Baby, it's a nurse for nothing. Alright, guys. I, I'm done with you. That's all I've got. It's been a weird week. I'm hoping everybody has a great weekend. I hope that you have somebody to love, hold, and hold on to. And, um... Hopefully, if you have somebody to hold, hold on to and love... Maybe you guys get weird this weekend. What's the old saying? If you bite it and it hurts you, it's poisonous. If it bites you and it hurts you, it's venomous. But if you bite each other and you like it, well, that's just a good old time. Till next time. Later. Well, he's so ridiculous that the baby. I'm leaving. Please believe it. Yeah, I'm being the rest of my either. Got it locked up at the top of the fourth season.